Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everybody, Matthew Collar in for Shaletta. I cover the Minnesota Vikings for Purple Insider. If you missed my conversation with Tyler Dunn about Mike Zimmer and Kevin O'Connell and the differences in their culture and where it could make a difference, um, check that out on my podcast feed. Also, I know that the internet stores all of these shows as well. So if you want to go find it there, that's great. But the longer conversation is in the Purple Insider podcast. Um, Purpleinsider.com is also where uh, my written work is covering the Vikings and so forth. So we'll get into more football with Bryant McFadden of CBS Sports and former Pittsburgh Steeler coming up at the top of next hour. But I've I've just been uh, having, um, I don't want to call it a, a personal crisis because there are real crises in the world, but uh, having discovered that Carrie and I are the same age and Serena Williams playing her last match last night, it it just sort of hit me. And then I got a, a message from my wife this morning with a tweet that had the top eight college football teams 25 years ago. And all of them are mediocre or bad now. It's like Penn State, Florida, Tennessee, Florida State, Nebraska. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, Tommy Frazier and those Cornhuskers. And I was going to ask you, because I think that Serena Williams, if you're talking about, like, the athletes who have defined your life watching sports, or even your childhood or teenage years watching sports, she was one of them. And Tiger Woods is another one that comes to mind. Who is it for you outside of those two that were like the – because you're an athlete – Big yeah. sports fan. So, sure. like, what, what, who were, who were they when you were like growing up? Those people yeah. that sort of defined your sports watch. I think uh, I'm a Yankees fan, so I'd have to say Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera. Oh, Rivera. Um, yeah. gosh, should I say Joe Mauer? What about Joe yeah. Mauer? Yeah, Joe yeah, Mauer. Joe Mauer. That was a significant part of I think our lives. I grew up in St. Paul. Um, you know, I mean, that was huge to have Joe Mauer. Um, you know, do everything that he did. Uh, I would, yeah, for sure. Joe Maurer, um, uh, Paul Molitor, maybe. Um, you know, uh, who, what about for you? What do you, for me? So, I having grown up in New York, um, there were Yankees players for sure. Yeah. Uh, Derek Jeter would definitely be one of them. And Derek Jeter's birthday, it's not the same day, but like on the calendar, is one day before mine. Mm-hmm. So, I like, sort of always had this, like, oh, it's like me and Jeter's birthday coming up soon. Um, but uh, those Yankees teams that won championships, baseball players so much more were a part of that conversation than they are now. I mean, I I remember just, like, getting to stay up to see if Mark McGuire would hit the home run. 
And then he did. Like, oh, well, we'll let you stay up for one more at bat. And then, like, there it goes or whatever. I forget how the call went. Uh, but, you know, when he broke the record and then you think, like, Serena Williams was probably just starting to play tennis at that point and become a star when Mark McGuire was doing that. And another weird thing that happens that's so great that this did not happen with the Williams sisters is that as you go along in life, you find out that Mark McGuire was cheating or you find out that certain athletes that sort of defined your childhood were uh, doing things that maybe weren't uh, advisable like Tiger Woods, though he has completely, you know, um, I guess fixed his image Mm -hmm. from that. But that's another weird thing that happens too. And with Serena, she's been around for so long, but also has, I think like her image has always stayed either the same or, or improved that she's become, as she's gone along, like more iconic, more beloved. At one point, there were people when she first came in, not not surprising because she's a black woman tennis player, who wanted to take her down because of her attitude or whatever it might be, as, as if John McEnroe didn't exist in this right. world. Yeah. Like, oh, well, she's got an attitude problem. Like, yeah, you would say that about that person. But, um, you know, this this great competitor who then becomes – more of an icon transcending sports uh, that I, it's almost like this, this thing that is, I don't know. I don't know what you call it. Like not, not safe, but comforting that she would always be the one who was winning and, and always be the one that was the, the front facing in sports. And you have a, a young child, but like for all people who are raising children, like this, look at this athlete, like look at the way she carries herself, look at the way she plays. And to the last second Last night, it was every ounce of heart and soul that she could possibly give. And then a really graceful final interview where she, you know, thanked her sister and said, I wouldn't be her without her. And Venus is the same way, like very successful, but very graceful as well. And uh, it's it's sad to sort of see that go when we've always had that there for ourselves. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Who's going to? You know who's going to replace Serena? You don't replace Serena, but who? You know who? I, who's who's my kid? Who's he going to love? Aaron Judge? You know, I mean, who? I, eh, eh. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's he's yeah. Especially in the tennis world, they need somebody. You know, who they have? Curios, the guy. You know, he's he's a huge name, but he's he's kind of like a Patrick McEnroe. Um, yeah, who? We have Djokovic. But they won't let him play here. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You know, and, let him in. <laughs> and let's um, be honest, like Nadal and Djokovic, those uh, are those are old people yeah, and players right? also. They're right. more for us. Uh, I, I wonder, like, with Tiger Woods and Serena, you just knew right away. Yeah. Uh, there was no, like, it didn't slowly develop, and then they became these icons. It just, like, happened instantly. Mm-hmm. And we're so, like, we're so aware. So I wouldn't have known about Tiger, really. He was, if you were super into golf in 1996, you probably knew who this Tiger Woods was. That was this next great player. But unless you were really paying close attention. So then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, this is like the best golfer ever. All of a sudden he's just destroying every tournament. Uh, That doesn't happen so much to us anymore because I was playing basketball at the park one day a a couple of years ago and there were some other kids playing. And they were like, have you heard of Zion Williamson? And I was like, isn't he in high school? And they're like, oh, yeah, but we watch him on Facebook. And I was like, man, it's crazy. Like the, this, And then Williamson hasn't really turned out to be a big star. But 
where nobody kind of comes out of nowhere in the way that, again, like why would anyone know who LeBron James was unless you were really, really paying attention? And then all of a sudden, Icon just shows up. That doesn't really happen so much anymore. And I do wonder like who those people are, but we also have this like ability to consume so many different things all at once. So like Steph Curry is going to be somebody who, you know, has has really changed the game of basketball and, and a lot of people were influenced by, but I was thinking about even your son though. So like, who's the next wave of person who, who your son is going to grow up in their entire life their entire like growing up through high school and everything else is going to be the person that they watch. And I guess we don't really know who that is at at the moment. Is it Patrick Mahomes? Maybe like I, as far as Serena Williams caliber transcends sports is kind of the person that you want your kids to follow and watch and plays with joy and becomes this like icon beyond their sport. Um, He's the first one that comes to mind for me. I remember, yeah. You I mean you say that you? I remember putting Tiger Woods would win when I like in, when I was in eighth grade, and I would put his photo from the newspaper on my locker, you know, <laughs> and 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 the teachers let me do that, you know. I mean, because it was Tiger Woods, and this is great. And they, I just remember, and with Serena winning or Venus when they would win, I would put um, the stuff on you know, the front of my locker so everybody knew, you know. And that's even then though, I was. The newspaper. Nobody reads the newspaper. You know, our kids aren't reading the newspaper. What are they going to do? Are they going to post, you know, put something from Facebook on their locker? I don't think so. Well, you know, what are they going to do? What are we going to do, Matthew? I think they're going <laughs> to TikTok it. Oh, Lord. Years. Yeah. Uh, do you do that? Do you do TikTok? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. what. No. I don't have social media. I don't have. You don't have social media I don't. At all? I, don't. I know. I did search you on Twitter. I was going to give you a follow, and I was no. like, I. <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I think it's I don't like it. I understand people need it for work and oh. stuff and um There's lots of I reasons that, not to like but, it. But um yeah, I'm lucky. I don't I don't uh Yeah, I don't have I don't like it. It's hard <laughs> to know like which trends you should pick up on and which ones are just sort of fleeting. So, is TikTok here to stay or is it just like the flavor of the year and then it will be MySpace in the future? But then if again, if you mention MySpace to people like what? What is MySpace? But that was very brief. There was only like that I think it was when I was first starting college. Everyone was getting MySpace. And then as soon as Facebook came along, everybody moved on. And then, you know, we got Twitter and that completely blew up the world into a million bits. But um it, it is I think that what the the kids who are following their sports have that I totally wish I had was these resources to be able to follow them closer. If you are a fan, and here's a good example. So I, when I was in high school, I played chess and I was in the chess club and I won my school's chess tournament one time, um, which is great. Yeah. I still have the little um, like chess board they gave me that says I'm the champion. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I keep it. Uh, and I didn't do anything regarding chess for 20 years, 15 years, and then discovered that there is this robust universe of chess players on YouTube. And I mean the greatest in the world will just video themselves in their games and tell you what they were doing and how they were playing. It's like this is, this is unbelievable. I mean, like th- this is a top five player in the entire world. Think about how many people play chess. 
And he's just being like, oh, yeah, I did this move because of this, and this is why I did it, and here's what you could do, and all this. Like, this is insane. If I had this, this is incredible. If you wanted highlights of Serena Williams, it was, you had to watch local news or ESPN if you had it. I grew up without cable. And that was it. Or you had to watch the match. And I am super jealous, and I think it's awesome that your icons don't necessarily have to be the most popular person in sports. They can be the fifth greatest chess player in the world if you want it to be, right? So there's there's so many reasons that these things are horrific and nightmarish and awful for society, like with misinformation and just, you know, people that have, like, no – reason to have any credibility at all except for they hate monger and i guess that's attractive to some people on youtube and youtube certainly loves it because they know there's a lot of hate out there so they uh make the algorithms so if you search certain things then it just shows up so it's horrible probably for our universe but if you're a fan of sports i mean if you're the bit yeah if you're the biggest i don't know like if there's a saint paul saints player you like or if you went to a game and you want to learn more about them then all of a sudden you could probably go search it and find it so i am i am jealous of that world that your son is a sports person already gets to grow up in um okay we're gonna take a break and we are closing in on time to check out uh check in with shaletta if you were tuning in to hear shaletta then you will hear her very shortly we'll take a break matthew collar in for shaletta we'll be right back Back here on WCCO, Matthew Collar in for Shaletta. We will check in with her from uh, golf tournament for Be the Change in about 10 minutes. Uh, I wanted to talk about late summer stuff because we discussed the fair and how it's part of like who we are as Minnesotans. But th- the other part is like playoff races in baseball when they start to get serious and Labor Day is like the – now it's starting to get pretty serious, uh, and uh, the Twins play tonight against the Chicago White Sox. And there's an effect with Minnesota sports, I think, where uh, now everybody likes going to Target Field. Baseball is fun to attend and uh, enjoyable overall, like the experience. But as far as the team, that every team in this place, and maybe the Wolves will change that, is always perpetually in, like, 14th place in every league all the time. And I don't know, is, is it like, it's the most Minnesotan thing ever. Like it's not an aggressive place. We're in the Midwest and every team is mid pack all the time. And with the twins, it's exactly that way. Like I was just looking up like the, the standings and they're, Oh, well, they're a couple games out, but they could win the division. But then like eventually they'll have to play the Yankees and then lose every game in the playoffs and then we'll all do this thing again. Uh, I I was thinking about, as we were talking about our ages and so forth, that it was my last year of high school, the last time the twins won a playoff game, which is just one of the craziest stats in all of sports. And here they are in the middle, their last 10 games, they're five and five. <laughs> they're 67 and 63 in the year which is a 51% winning percentage. I mean, just like everything about the Twins has always been sort of good, and there's reasons to be like, well, you know, maybe, and that and it just never ends up being anything. Where I, I try not to get, because every year is its own thing, to 
super cynical about this stuff and look at a 67 and 63 record and just like, how is it average all the time? Like, Carrie, you're a hockey person, like the Minnesota Wild. Mm-hmm. Do we have to do that every year, Minnesota Wild? Like, does it have to be this way? Why aren't you ever just terrible? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? It never happens. Be awful. Be off. Be those twins, uh, like the twins in the early 90s. Be, yeah, um, be like them. When, when Marty Cordova was hitting third. Loved Marty Cordova. It's good. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> My God, remember him? Eric Milton was the ace. Oh, Marty Cordova. I haven't heard that name in a long time. There's a reason for that. Didn't he? Was was he the tanning guy? Remember, did he get hurt tanning? Oh, like, he gosh. couldn't play. That sounds or like what am thing. I thinking of? If no, that's, that's very a, possible. I, yeah, he couldn't play because I think he got burned tanning. <laughs> right? That was, that was true. But also, Someone like, did... remember tanning? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People don't. No. We have the Why would you? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, I'm getting you off track here. No, that's okay. I was just talking. I mean, I was just thinking about, like, so they're playing Chicago. Chicago's not that good. Mm -hmm. Um, They're also a 500 team, and they're kind of going toward this race. But the one thing baseball does to you that football does not is it is is true that if you're mediocre in baseball, you can actually win the World Series. Um, Plenty of teams have done it before. You don't have to win, like, 110 games and dominate the universe in order to get into the playoffs and get hot and have a couple of pitchers, you know, just pitch well. And then you get there like that does, that does happen, but it never happens for this team. And when you see this is where they're at, it's hard to go into labor day being like, okay, folks, we got ourselves playoff race here. Let's go. Every game is a huge deal. So I, I mean, here on the station, the home of the twins, it is. Uh, but <laughs> for, for for me, though, because I cover football on a daily basis, everything else sort of exists in this extremely casual world to me. It's like twins game on, see tweets. I haven't been to Target Field this summer, but maybe, you know, go to a game. And it, it just blows my mind. And I'm sure that there's details and reasons for this. I know they were hot at one point early in the year and everyone thought they might be good. And then they started to fade and then they've sort of rebounded a little bit here, but uh, it just, I, I like you look around and go, how did this happen? Like, why, why is it like this? And they even, and, and so there used to be the thing, Oh, it's cause they're cheap. Okay. That's why is cause they're cheap, but then they get Josh Donaldson and he was a joker. And then you get Carlos Correa and he hasn't done much. What is with this? And the Vikings go eight and nine last year. Just like every team right in the middle. So do something, twins. That's my suggestion for their game tonight against the White Sox, of which I'm sure we'll have coverage here on WCCO that you can't wait for after my preview right there. Uh, so we're going to talk to Shaletta next <laughs> uh, as I fill in on Shaletta's show, but she will be a part of it. Um, she is at uh, Be the Change MN Golf Tournament. So I'm going to ask her about her golf game, which I don't think she has one, and what she is doing out there. We'll do that when we come back. Uh, Matthew Collar in for Shaletta on WCCO. Okay, back here on WCCO, Matthew Collar in for Shaletta. And yet we have Shaletta. She is out at the third annual Be the Change MN golf tournament and Shaletta though you and I are different in a lot of ways we both support change in a better society so what are what are you doing out there at this uh, be the change golf tournament to better society 
You know, I am uh, doing some things that are not really bettering society. I am talking trash and uh, hanging out with a bunch of golf guys. And, you know, since there's not a lot of ladies here, I'm hot as fish grease on Good Friday right now. This is amazing. The weather is beautiful. We're out at Theodore Worth uh, Golf Course. Houston White and John Baker are two amazing change makers here in the Twin Cities. And this is their third annual be the Change Golf Tournament. And what they do is they bring corporate sponsors and they bring people in the community. They bring children. They bring our elders out. And everybody gets on a team and they go around to all the holes and they talk and they get to know one another. It's a way to bridge that racial and cultural divide and bring us all together. Because you know what, Matthew and Carrie, at the end of the day, we are more alike than we are different. No, well, that's certainly true. Um, you know, although I spent a lot of the day talking football, which I don't know would have been your choice for the show today, uh, but are you at least taking a couple of golf swings while you're out there? No, I am not. I am busy <laughs> um, drinking Brother Justice whiskey. Uh, there are so many companies out here that are golfing, that have teams that are doing their thing, and the folks at Brother Justice Whiskey just came up, and I got a chance to meet the owner and the girl who's in charge of the company who looks like me, so it's good to see a sister in charge, and, you know, they were shooting, and I was taking shots, and I'm passing out uh, nothing but cakes to people, and it's so funny, Matthew and Carrie, because I'm sitting up here, hey, y'all, I'm doing a live radio show. How y'all doing? <laughs> Folks, folks, no, he said it's KMOJ, it's CCO Radio. You know what? You don't get a bunt cake, okay? He's going to come up here and talk about it's wow. KMOJ. It's 830, the Good Neighbor Station. You can enter to win. I'm Okay, so I'm, I'm doing the golf tournament and I'm talking to y'all. I'm a mama. I can multitask. <laughs> and so uh, so my company, ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com, when, when we heard that Houston White was doing this event, I said, I want to sponsor a hole. So I've never done this before, Matthew. Um, And so I sponsored hole number four. So I was like, what could I do? Because I want to be the best hole. I want to be the most lit. I want to be, you know, the most awesome. Like when people leave, I want them to be talking about me, you know, because I like to show out like that. And so I went over to Nothing But Cakes in Woodbury, and I talked to Dawn, the owner. And she got me like 15 dozen buntinis. And so I paid for those, and she gave me the big cooler, and I put them on ice so they wouldn't melt. And so I'm passing them out. And then I also, somebody told me, now I haven't been to a golf tournament in 20 years, Matthew, Mm -hmm. but they said that I needed to have something for people to win in case they get a hole in one, because I'm on hole number four, and that's a part three. I'm learning on the fly. (laughs) And so I went over to Continental Diamonds and um, got some cufflinks. Some sports team cufflinks. I'll have to tag you and send you a picture, put it on social media. So um, I'm going to give those away along with a $250 gift card to Continental Diamonds for anybody who hits a hole-in-one on my uh, hole, and I'm on hole number four. So I've got the Brother Justice Whiskey. I've got Buntinis. I've got some great people here from throughout the Twin Cities community. When I tell you anybody who is everybody is here, it's amazing. James Burroughs is here. Um, Houston White, of course, John Baker, so many people throughout this community um, who work uh, to make a difference in the lives of others. They are here supporting the Be the Change Golf Tournament. You know, Shaletta, I'm starting to think that people won't forget that they played your hole, that they'll, that they'll no, remember they you. 
<laughs> that is the plan. And I told Houston White, uh, you know, I, I want to make the other companies look bad because for me, everything is a competition. Okay. I don't even know who else is out here, but I'm telling you that my hole is the best hole, hole number four. Because, like I said, we got the Brother Justice Whiskey, we got the Buntinis. I'm here. You know, that would be enough, actually. I'm here entertaining folks and hanging out and laughing and talking and cracking jokes. You know, but it's all for a good cause at the end of the day. The money that is raised from this event will go to nonprofits. And we all know that, you know, during COVID, a lot of the sponsorships and, you know, the gifting to the nonprofits got cut. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep folks, big companies, they just didn't have the money, the disposable income to give to these nonprofits. And Houston White and John Baker stepped in and said, you know what, we're going to take up the slack. And, you know, I said, am I my brother's keeper? You know, if he's going to do this, I've got to be here to support it. And so I'll be out here all day hanging out, um, you know, meeting some amazing people, passing out these bunt cakes and, you know, letting folks know about my podcasting platform and hanging out with you and Carrie for at least two or three minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, bethechangemn.com, uh, by the way. And uh, we will check in with you again, but it sounds like you're having a great time and raising money for nonprofits. So they, they play such a huge role in the community, and I think sometimes we take them f- a little bit uh, too much for uh, for granted, don't you think, Shaletta? Right. You know, and, and that's the thing, and not until we need them. Not until we need to find a free counseling service, not, not until we need to find an after-school mm-hmm. service, not until we need a mentor for our children. You know, then all of a sudden we want to know, well, what happened? Well, what happened was that funding dried up during COVID. Mm -hmm. What happened was they didn't get the donations. You know, I look at Dr. Verna Price, the Girls in Action program that she has. Um, You know, she's got hundreds of girls signed up who want a mentor. They're in Minneapolis and St. Paul Public Schools. She held her annual fundraiser. She didn't come up with enough money. Mm -hmm. So these girls who want a mentor who start school on Tuesday, are on a waiting list. Can you imagine telling a child who comes to you for help, mm-hmm. I can't help you? That's why these events are so important for us to get out here and support because our kids need us. Well, Shaletta, like I said, you are out there trying to make the world a better place. So I appreciate that. I'm glad and that I'm we drinking, could check in. And, I'm right, drinking uh, Brother Justice Whiskey and I'm eating bun cakes. I'm, I'm a little concerned. We're going to... Yeah, I'm going to take my girdle off because it's too hot to try to suck it in, and I'm just going to let it hang out. Okay, I bought a medium from Dick's Sporting Goods the other day because I, I don't golf, so I had to, but I have to look the parts. So I went and got the head and the shoes and the socks and everything. And so I bought a medium because I have ambitions and goals. Uh, and then uh, I put my girdle on, and it was fine, but I got out here and I started eating and drinking, and it got hot, and I started sweating. So I'm, I'm about to take the girdle off. So I'm not sure what I will look like in the pictures after this conversation, but I, I might just post the pictures from when I had the girl alone. I'm not sure. And I am also curious to find out what this sounds like if you keep drinking for another hour when we check in with you again. <laughs> you know what? So... It's 1.35 here. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, Brother Justice Whiskey up in me. Baby, okay. You better, uh, what, you, does Carrie know where the mute button is? Did they try her with the dump button? She knows where it is. She knows Carrie, where, yeah, she knows where the dump button, button is. Button. Okay, there was a okay. slight okay. microphone right. snafu earlier, but uh, we're, we've got past that. Uh, well, Shaletta, we, okay. we, we will talk to I'm glad you're having a great time. We'll talk to you again in about an hour. Thanks. Thanks for checking in. Okay. Sounds good, guys. Take care.
I can't follow that up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So we're just going to take a break. Uh, Shaletta. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Shaletta's show and uh, you can see why. So we'll take a break. Uh, Brian McFadden, former NFL player and CBS sports analyst also hosts a podcast with Patrick Peterson coming up at the top of the hour. Matthew Collar in for Shaletta. We shall return. I feel like the theme of the show today has been kind of our relationships with sport and certain athletes and things like that who are there for you all the time. And so another thing that is just a, a sign of fall is college football. And I think that it's it's sort of a, it's sort of an interesting topic to me of like what what our different relationships with different sports are. So with the Minnesota Vikings, the entire state lives and dies with three hours on Sunday, especially week one against the Green Bay Packers. It's like, wow, welcome to football, everyone. The biggest game of the year is your opening game against the Packers. And if the Vikings lose, then people go mow the lawn to get their rage out. And uh, if they win, it's a it's it's more the way just my understanding. I mean, as a reporter, I kind of am separate from this, but just I talk to a lot of fans all the time doing my job. And it's when the Vikings win, it's almost more relieving than exciting. Like, oh, thank God I don't have to be super mad all day for Vikings fans. Right. And. With the Twins, we talked about how they're kind of like they're there. They're just always there for you. You can go to a game whenever you like. You're always going to have a good time going to a summer baseball game, even if they're mediocre. And then when the playoffs come around, you're just ready to be heard again. And that's like how it is. They're just kind of there in existence. The Timberwolves have just been pointless for so long, but now really exciting. And when the Wolves get good, People go crazy for them and just want to pour their entire hearts into that team. So this year will be fun for that reason. Last year was fun for that reason. Uh, the one 
year Jimmy Butler was here was fun for like 70% of that. Same thing where it's like every game becomes a big deal and very exciting because that team has been so bad for so long. And college football fits into a weird spot of this because there are the people who went to the U that are insane about the Gophers. They go to every game. They're, they're there for, what is it, New Mexico State or whatever? Like, awesome New Mexico State game. Can't wait to go, right? The, those people are. But I think <clears throat> the majority, maybe not necessarily like that. My relationship with college football as a whole, Saturday is usually the day that I write a Sunday feature for, you know, previewing the Vikings game. And I have it on in the background. And I just look up, and there's always something absolutely insane Happening, And this is my relationship with college football. I do not care who is playing, who the coaches are, what their NIL deals are, what their conferences are. Don't care about any of that at all. I want one thing and I want one thing only. Madness. I want crazy stuff to happen. I want players to make indescribable mistakes that make you go like, what? And one of those happened the other night. It was like the first week, week, is it week zero or something they call it in college? I don't know. They're strange. Uh, And I forget what even university this was, like South Carolina A&M. I don't know. And they fake a punt on fourth and 19, which is already kind of crazy because, like, are you really going to get a first down? And the guy runs, and he's almost got the first down, and then 15 yards into his run, he punts the ball. And I was like, college football! That is the silliest play I've ever seen. That is probably something that you would expect in a little league for a guy to do that. But college football is officially back when somebody ran 12 yards and then punted the ball. Uh, there, There was another one I saw last night where they were trying to snap for a field goal. And all college field goals are adventures. So there's a part of me that thinks like that the entertainment value of college football might be higher than it is in the NFL. And I mean pure entertainment value because there's so much less madness in the NFL. The players are really good, and most games are good players being good, and they're fairly close. Like if you look at the Vegas lines, they're fairly close. Every game almost is within six or seven points that at least Vegas thinks it's going to be. There are bad things that happen to teams. There are funny interceptions or strange doinks for kickers or, well, it's a, you know, 27-yard field goals that strangely go wide to the left. Like, these things happen, but not in any way, shape, or form close to the insanity that exists in college football. So I'm very glad to have it back. But I, I was thinking about this um, just just in, like, what it means to have college football returning is – we have the highlights right now on our television in the studio on Michigan and Colorado State. And, and like almost any matchup of two teams, I'm like, I'm into this. Let's see what happens. And, oh, there's a highlight of a tremendously bad interception that gets returned for a touchdown or something. So it's just like, there we go. Um, and uh, I, I wonder if if other people feel that way when it comes to we have a good college football team here. We do not have – a college football team that takes over society. Um, so my wife tonight, Sloan Martin, if people are longtime listeners, they know her. 
she's in Gainesville, Florida to call uh, Florida and Utah on radio. And was, she's talking to me about this. And I'm like, look, I, I don't know who any of these people are. I don't care. At, dra- at draft time, I'll figure out who some – I guess Florida has a quarterback that could get drafted high. So Vikings fans, like, wink, wink, maybe take a look up at that. But um, it's just like what I was – we were talking about, this is her first college football game in this new job that she has. And it's like, well, what's the number one thing to kind of remember as a difference from college to the NFL? And I was like, it's nuts. And it also takes forever. Like, I may never see her again. I was watching a game two nights ago. It was Pitt and West Virginia. Lots of madness. But they must have reviewed 30 straight plays. And I just I just want to ask college football, like, is it better for you to have this just be on TV for nine hours is is anything better in, in the world because of instant replay? Probably not. There's a great play at the end of the game. A guy makes an unbelievable catch, and it's like, oh, no, the tip of the ball barely touched a blade of grass. It's not a catch. Uh, college football is just its own its its own entity in, in this weird sports world, and the games take forever, and they're bonkers, and the crowds are nuts, but the crowd shots are better. Like, that's... 80% of the reason to watch college football might be watching the, the fans react in the stands. So I'm glad to have it back, and I'm excited for her tonight to call her first um, major college football game on radio with a new gig that she's getting. And maybe there will be a quarterback that uh, we can all take a look at. So uh, we're going to talk to, on the other side, Bryant McFadden, speaking of football. Bryant is uh, Patrick Peterson's cousin. They do a podcast together, but that's not his claim to fame. He's also a Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we talked about just Patrick Peterson a little bit. And he's back. He's a big part of the Minnesota Vikings. And it's almost funny to me because I, I talked with Patrick for an article the other day. And it's like, yeah, this is one of the best players to ever play in the NFL. And we kind of haven't paid much attention to that because there's so much happening with the Vikings changing coaches and everything else. Um, but we talk about, you know, Patrick and kind of the, the Vikings changing to a new defense. And as we're a week away from the Vikings actually starting their season, um, it's, it's kind of hard to figure out like what they're going to be because for so long, for the entire time that I have lived in Minnesota, Mike Zimmer was the coach. And then now all of a sudden it's somebody new. But it's a lot of the same players. So is it going to be the same anyway? Or is there going to be a difference? Like, I, I don't know. And that's some of the things that we will talk about with Brian McFadden. Shaletta, assuming she's safe, <laughs> will check in with us again uh, at some point soon. Matthew Collar filling in for Shaletta here on a beautiful Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 